The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus spoke to the crowds about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured. The day was drawing to a close, and the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions, for we are here in a deserted place. But Jesus said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to go and buy food for all these people. For there were about five thousand men. And Jesus said to his disciples, Make the people sit down in groups of about fifty each. They did so and made them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, He looked up to heaven and blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd, and all ate and were filled. What was left over was gathered up, twelve baskets of broken pieces. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia. As I said at the beginning of the Mass, this weekend we are celebrating the Feast of the Body and Blood of our Lord. And the place where we normally encounter the Body and Blood of Jesus is in the Mass here. Of course, there are other ways. We do have the um, Adoration Chapel open every day of the week, where the Body and Blood of Christ is present, where anyone can go and pray throughout the day. And for those who are ill in hospital or home, Uh, we bring communion to them. We bring the body and blood of Jesus to them there. But usually, this is the normal place where we encounter, experience, and come into the presence of the body and blood of our Lord. Um, Normally, uh, there's uh, an obligation placed on Catholics to go to Sunday Mass. It's an expectation of the faithful to go and be in the presence of the body and blood of Jesus on a weekly basis. Now, a couple of years ago, that, uh, that obligation was, we were dispensed from that by our bishop because of the pandemic. This was something that commonly happened in many places throughout the world. Uh, but this weekend, that dispensation comes to an end as the pandemic seems to be winding down and uh, we understand a little more about it. Uh, we, uh, our bishop has removed that dispensation. So once again, we are, the expectation on Catholics is come here on a weekly basis. And maybe it's a good time to reflect on why we have this expectation on Catholics. Why does our church teach this? It is difficult after all. Um, uh, It's a hard habit, uh, especially in the winter. No one wants to brush the snow off on on a Sunday morning to come here when it's really cold out. I do have to think, though, we probably have one of the easiest times to get here, though. I think of when when our church was uh, established not this building, the one before, nine, almost 90 years ago, and not many had cars at that time, uh, coming to church would have been a little more difficult. 
uh, either a long walk ahead of everyone or doing something with horses. I'm not quite sure how they got around. Um, But it would have been more difficult than what we have here today. There are are exceptions, of course. Um, Someone who's ill isn't expected to join us. Likewise, someone who is needs to care for someone who is ill, isn't expected to come here each week. It's also no one's expected to come if it's just outright impossible, maybe because of employment or because of, uh, because a, a large amount of snow has blocked the driveway and it's too far to walk. Or if it's dangerous to come, there's no expectation too. We think of uh, uh, perhaps in a, in a time of persecution when Catholics could be put to death for going to Mass There wouldn't be an expectation there to go either. But it is still important. Our church calls it grave matter. It's serious business. Going to Mass or not is one of the ingredients of a mortal sin. It's not the whole story, but certainly that is part of it. And so we can think of some reasons why our church might have this expectation placed on Catholics. And first, I'll start with the worst reason. The first reason is is, uh, uh, out of fear. Um, God has uh, commanded us to observe the Sabbath, to keep holy the Sabbath. And Jesus himself at the Last Supper instructed his disciples to do this in memory of me. And we see those disciples right away uh, on the Sabbath after spending time at the temple. They would go and celebrate Mass in someone's house. They did this on a very regular basis, right from the start. <clears throat> so they saw it as very serious. Um, and we don't want to come here out of fear, but if, if, if there's a, a shark in the water, you want to know it before you decide to go swimming. Another reason we come here is out of justice. Uh, God's given us everything, his very self, gave up his life for us. Uh, and even though we have many challenges in our lives here, challenges each our own, we're a pretty lucky group of people. We live in one of the best times to live and when one of the best places history has ever known. Uh, we're a very lucky group of people, and so we owe him everything. And the point of Mass isn't to get something from it, it's to worship God, and worshiping him using a plan that he kind of gave for us, worshiping him in the way he wants to be worshipped, that is, observing the Sabbath and doing this in memory of him. The heart of worship is sacrifice, <clears throat> especially the sacrifice that God asks for. Uh, and so we give to God our very best. At the center of our church, we've got an altar here, the place of sacrifice. That's what's a, kind of the centerpiece of every church here. Uh, and this is the, the heart of worship there. We offer God the very best. So it starts with Jesus, a human like us. Uh, you know, he's God, divine, but also human. And he is offered on the altar And just before we get to the part of the Eucharist, a a collection is taken up where we're all invited to place some of our hard-earned dollars on the collection plate. And we place on there not just money, but the money is kind of a symbol of our our hopes, our prayers, our joys, our sorrows, the challenges we face. And that's carried up and placed before the altar. That's what we offer up. We come here to church to offer the best that we have to offer that is our very self. <clears throat> we might think of the, um, the road to Emmaus. Uh, this is uh, right after the resurrection. Some of the disciples are leaving Jerusalem. Very sad. 
Jesus had died, the body was missing, uh, they weren't sure what to make of it, and they were leaving sad. Jesus was with them, however. He walked with them along the road, though they couldn't recognize him. He taught them a great, great many things. They still didn't recognize him. They only saw him in the breaking of bread. This is another reason why we come here, to meet and hear God. There are lots of people who search for God. They, uh, there are lots of people who try listening for God. They want to know what he has to say to them and to our world. For us, though, we're lucky. We don't have to search very far. God's right here, present with us. We have his word here in the scriptures, and we encounter him especially in the Eucharist. Indeed, God's presence can be felt in a great many places throughout the world. I hear people say they, they, uh, they feel God's presence watching a sunset or walking through the woods, and that's great. If you feel God's presence in those places, go and do that every single day. Uh, that's wonderful. But we know it only takes a spark, a spark to burn down a forest. And the sun, we know it's got a limited lifespan too. Uh, it may be a long way from now, but we know eventually it burns out as well. What we come here for is something eternal, something that never ends. That's a, a big difference between encountering God here and encountering God in his creation out there. That's wonderful to make use of his creation and find him there. But here, we trust and we know uh, he's always present here. We also come here for Mass for healing. There are a lot of divides in our world. We're aware of lots of them more and more all the time. And there's some healing that's needed there. Uh, and we get a taste of that healing right here in this place. For many of us, we'd never know one another if it weren't for Jesus. We, uh, we wouldn't gather together in one another's presence if it weren't for him. Maybe there are people in this room that don't always get along with one another. That's okay. Uh, Jesus has overcome that. He's gathered us here in his presence. And here's just a taste of the great divides that he works to, to heal. <clears throat> uh, uh, the, uh, Paul spoke at the beginning of Mass about chalice, about uh, sponsoring a child to help one person out. It may seem like a small thing, helping one child out of the, the many who may be in need throughout the world, for, but for that one child, it does make a big difference. And I think programs like that, Chalice or the Food Bank, these are one ways that we take the healing that's offered here and carry that out to make a real difference out in the world. It's also a good practice for heaven as well. Heaven, after all, is a place without divides. Uh, there's no room for division in heaven. And so this is a good practice here, coming here, setting aside any differences we may have, uh, and letting Jesus heal us and overcome all divides. Finally, we come here for Mass because we know that our worth doesn't come from ourselves or anything that we do. Um, our worth comes from God himself. Part of who we are can be found in our family roots, and we express that in family gatherings. At holidays, we gather together with our families for a meal and good times, and when someone is missing, all feel it. It's noticed when someone is missing. And the person who's away notices it most of all, and they may feel alone. Um, as adopted children of God, our spiritual roots are found in our church. This is the place where God's family gathers. And when someone is missing, uh, uh, we, we all feel it. 
So what do we do when we know someone is missing, not with us? Maybe we've got a friend or family member that we kind of wish were joining us here more often. First, we start with prayer, because we know that it's God who touches hearts. It's not us. God's ultimately the one who touches hearts. So we always start with prayer. We may pick just one person and pray that God would touch their hearts. Uh, We can also go to Mass for someone on their behalf. Uh, Some people, they've told me that they will go to a daily Mass throughout the week as a kind of offering that Mass up for someone who they're praying would, would go to Mass themselves. Uh, it's even possible to give the office a call and arrange for uh, uh, the intention of the Mass to be offered for someone uh, that God would touch their hearts. If you find yourself struggling with going to Sunday Mass, uh, then you know, start with something easy. Start with, if you can't come every week, you know, come once a month. Start with that. Plant that seed. Allow it to grow. What happens monthly can, can change over time to become a weekly thing. Uh, if it's just impossible to come here on a Sunday for whatever reason, it's not the same, but come on a weekday Mass even. Uh, at least just come into the presence of God and, experience, and be in the presence of His body and blood. Something we receive here that we cannot get anywhere else. God of all, we come before Your presence today and thank You for the gift of Your holy body and blood through which we receive healing and strength. With the help of your Holy Spirit, we strive to offer you our undivided love and service to you and all. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.